It's time for the top four at four with Levac and Gaz. <laughs> time for the four biggest stories in the world of sports. It's brought to you by Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Gaz, what's the fourth biggest story? Before we turn on the mics today, Levac, you're a little hot on this all-pro stuff involved oh, in the NFL today. Such poop. I want like, to squeeze this into the show. Chris McCaffrey, Tyreek Hill, Fred Warner, all unanimous choices Yeah. for the AP All-Pro. But you're already upset about it. Why? What happened? I mean, like, I... I, the offense, I like I like just fine. It's fine. CeeDee Lamb is in there. Amon Ross, St. Brown. That's nice. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, nice. Defense. Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, Aaron Donald, Chris Jones. What does Max Crosby have to do to get on the freaking first team for the All-Pros? He had 90 tackles. I think he had, what, 14 and a half sacks? He's only like a sack or two behind. 90 tackles at the defensive line spot. 90. Hands down, the dude that you are most worried about when you play the Raiders. Hands down, the dude that I heard more people talk about this year than any other dude. Like, even more than T.J. Watt and Miles Garrett. They went, 98 for the Raiders is a problem. Because it's not just the stats, right? See, I I give you a hard time about your Heisman vote. Because we're brothers, and I love you, and it's funny to pick on you. But you watch the game. You watch film on the people. So, like, it's not just, oh, this man has stat more than this man has stat. These guys go stats. They go name recognition. Nobody affected games more than Max Crosby this year. He deserved to be on this somewhere. I don't care if it's in place of Miles Garrett or TJ Watt. Max Crosby deserved it. That's likely who they'd have to bump here. I would say it's likely more so TJ Watt than Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett could end up winning the Defensive Player of the Year award. That's who I would vote for. The problem with Max Crosby, by the way, to LeVac's point, here are the four defensive linemen. What do you think about what could have been the most competitive spot to make it on the old pro team this year? Quinnen Williams, Aaron Donald, TJ Watt, Miles Garrett. That's a heavy hitter for those four right there. Like, if there's a fifth-place trophy, it probably would have went to Max Crosby. No, I got Chris Jones as the— Oh, Chris Jones. Thank yeah, you, yeah, thank yeah. you. Chris Quinn, Jones as well. Quinn Williams is going to make it. His brother Quincy made it as a linebacker. Woo! What? Wow, he was an All-Pro last season. Thank you, LeVac, for that correction. There. Yep. See, that, show, that shows you how good right? Quincy Williams is. Right. I just assume—oh, yeah, Q Williams. New York Jets. Yeah, that's the well, old. No, no, no. And there, there, is a, there is something to it, too. Like, Amon Ross St. Brown was ticked off. He didn't get the Pro Bowl, but he got All-Pro. And then the same thing with Quincy Williams. He was, you know what I mean? Like, there's something that sauces in here too, by the way, Jets fans. Congratulations. He deserved it. But like, I don't I don't have anything bad to say about Miles Garrett or TJ Watt. Obviously, they're amazing. But I feel like because A, people hate the Raiders, and B, the Raiders have not been a great team, he doesn't get the love he should get. 90 tackles. And and look at look at the highlight reels. Look at mic'd up. If you go watch every mic'd up quarterback this year, there will be more quarterbacks complaining about Max Crosby than anybody else. He called me a little ass boy. He's always touching you. He's always saying stuff. He's always in your ear. He hits you late. He does whatever. Max Crosby is a top player in the NFL, not just a top defensive end. We move on to story number three here. Marcus Stroman is a New York Yankee. Little guy, the bread man. The Bronx Bombers add him with a two-year $37 million deal. Levac, I'm fired up about this. Rarely does an Oriole fan, when I'm talking to a Yankee fan, get fired up for a player who's pitching against his favorite team. <laughs> but with what he can bring, energy, excitement, and 
maybe as I've mentioned before, easy content for you and I this summer because he's going to fire off something on Instagram to complain about. Marcus Stroman, how do you feel about the newest, I'd say, third in the rotation for the Yankees? That's the big part. Third in the rotation. He was an all-star. You know, and it's and it's the the Yankees got better today. Like I always wanted him on the team. You know that back in the days when he was with the Blue Jays or whatever, I thought I thought it would have been really good to bring him over. He's a little guy. He's angry. He's follow, He's fired up. Um, I my only concern is kind of what you mentioned. Like is is he gonna be professional enough? Because there's no way on God's green earth Garrett Cole's gonna sit quietly and watch him do stupid stuff. Garrett Cole and him might get into it early. And that could be a thing. But it's a two-year contract with a vested option for a third year. He's got every reason to go out there and handle business to get taken care of. Uh, I it, it, Third. You match him up against most teams, third pitcher, third, fourth. I mean, Nestor Cortez, the deal is done too. So, you know, you match Marcus Stroman against most teams, third, fourth pitcher, he's better than them, and it's not close. So, Yankee fan, we are now in the second weekend of January. Yankee fan was, why do we do this offseason? I don't know. Why did I turn to Chris Russo there? I was like, ah! I don't know what happened there. But Joey, look, Joey Gallo didn't work. Joey Votto's retired. Juan Soto's the bat you want. And he's a New York Yankee. Marcus Stroman, you add an arm. Yeah. Juan Soto, they came to an agreement today, 31 mil. There it year, is. So. so, that's a pretty awesome offseason. For the New York Yankees, adding those two impact players to the lineup. I should feel more discouraged as an Oriole fan, but boy, I have to realize those are really good moves for that team. You got, time. You got time to be discouraged. Right. Don't All worry. Right. Story number two. The New England Patriots have already found their next head coach, Gerard Mayo. Gosh, I've been working on the name throughout the entire top 4-4. Four four. <laughs> Happens to me all the time. Gerard Mayo. Gerard Mayo. Gerard Mayo. Why is that tripping me up? It's not even that hard. Gerard Mayo. New Patriots head coach. Levac, how often will I call him Coach Mayo for the yeah, fact that I keep stumbling Mayo. on an easy name? But for real, like the fact this happened so quickly, what do you sniff out about what's going on there at Foxborough involving Coach Mayonnaise? <laughs> there's there's nothing to sniff out. This this was the plan. You think about how many years now he's been the Rooney Rule interview, right? And that's what it was because he's a linebacker's coach. He's got the Belichick tree, which is attractive to some people and not others. But even when he was inexperienced, people were like, I want to know what he is. I want to talk to him for the future. So you go, you interview Dramayo. He's had multiple interviews to be a head coach. He's never gotten the gig. Kraft knew that. Kraft looked at him and went, this guy, this, this is, he's a lifelong Patriot, drafted by the Patriots in 08, same year as Kevin O'Connell, two head coaches coming out of that 2008 New England Patriots draft. And he has been groomed year after year after year after year by Belichick. The only thing that should give Patriots fans any pause about what he might do is it seems very un-Belichick to leave behind a great coach. So I maybe that's the deal. Maybe he's like, you know what? I could try to take you with me. You could be my defensive coordinator where I go, but you're ready. And I want the people who knew I'm going to have a good coach. I want you to have the opportunity to so go get him. I want more info. I want more on this because the Mike Vrabel situation seems so easy and obvious. Maybe Mike Vrabel didn't want the job. Maybe we'll never find out. I, I like Albert Breer put it best, and I love. I've been quoting him a lot lately, but he's been saying some good stuff. He said that Robert Kraft is what 81, 82. He has been one of the most successful owners in recent NFL history. For anyone to think that he didn't already have a plan in place 
and that Mike Vrabel being let go would blow up all his plans and he would have to start all over is underestimating how smart Robert Kraft is. I think that's a very strong take, but I'll also add this. Gerard Mayo may have been the rat. He just wanted to say the name right. I nailed it, I think. Uh, Boston Dan, I think, had that tweet. said, like, how did everyone know all about this? Like, was Mayo that smart? Has he been kissing up to the media as sources to get this job? It worked. It worked. It was really, I don't know if we'll ever know the answer to that. But if he was the one who leaked all this stuff about Belichick, and now the media is saying how great he is, that's some checkers chess move there by Coach Mayonnaise. That would be, nah, I don't, I don't see it. Because I don't, it doesn't feel, it doesn't, it doesn't feel bad. Like it feels like, it feels like he's, listen, when you look at what happened with McDaniels when he went to Denver, Belichick made it clear, you're not ready. You don't have my blessing. He brought him back. Then he went to leave again. And Belichick's like, it's not the right job. Come home. He came back home. He goes to Vegas because Belichick liked that. He liked, Belichick loves Vegas right now. He likes the facility. He likes Mark Davis. He likes all that. I think, when you when you walk off of the staff onto the coaching tree, I think you be you get the blessing or you don't. I could be reading this completely wrong, but I feel like he got the blessing. Levac, one of your favorite parts of the show now is when I start having back and forth with myself. Here I yeah. go here. The fourth biggest story, uh, I forgot what Williams brother made the all-pro team. And the third biggest story, I was rooting against my own Orioles. The second one, I butchered the new Patriots head coach. Finish strong here, guys. Here we go. Story number one. It's the Super Wild Card Weekend. NFL playoffs. You want to talk more about it in fantasy versus reality in the rest of our hour? And you can do it and connect with us via social media, the iHeart app, and more to offer up your own picks. Yeah. So what you're telling me is yeah. your, your, your redemption story is a tease forward. Nailed it. All right. <laughs> one for four. Take that, top four and four. I didn't check out on a weekend. Nope. <laughs> Better call this number one for nothing. That's a, hey, man, Who that's... else can tease like that and then butcher the tease by talking 45 seconds after it, not getting into the live read? Don't worry about it. That right there is why you you push the buttons in the GT Toys studio. That's that's right there. Toys with a Z. That's, that's it right there. Um, listen, I got to tell you, the... Obviously, the top four four brought to you by Mohawk Honda. Well, I was brought to you here today by Mohawk Chevrolet. Ah, literally, look at that. I, I saw um, we did the we did Flock University. We did the show at Apex this week. So I go. There's like a Discord where they talk about all the Firebird stuff. It's it's like a chat room, and the one of the guys who was there went. I just walked by ScarJo. I know Levac is here, and I went. Little creepy, but very cool that he knows. Uh, <laughs> no, it was just cool. It was one of those things. Like she's she's a star in her own right. She's way prettier than I am. And yesterday, I pull into my driveway. There's a guy who's doing tree work for one of my neighbors. Pulls up. He goes, "You Levac?" And I just kind of look at the, my Mohawk Chevrolet Silverado ScarJo. It's got our names on it. I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, it's me." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh man, I missed you on the radio." Hey. And I go, I go, no, I thought he was like. You missed us today, kind of thing, or yesterday. No, no, I just, you know, you guys do a podcast. I go, well, you can listen to us as a podcast. We're on the iHeart Network 3 to 5. We're on Fox Sports Radio, 95, 998. He's like, no way. So he's like, pulls it up. He's like, awesome. So it's just one of those things. ScarJo baited him, and then I converted him. You know what I mean? He saw the truck. He went, oh, it's LeVac. And then I got him back in. Now he knows we're back. That's marketing at its finest. We appreciate him on the podcast side. Much love there. Live audience, all that. There you go. Mohawk Chevrolet making a statement, whether it's the marketing 
on ScarJo or more. You're making a statement to the community. You can do that with the new ride, Mohawk Chevrolet. 100%. And that's, it took a little while to find her. She's exactly what I wanted. And they, they did the work. They found her for me. They got the red tag sales event going now. Right right now, certain vehicles are, are great sales prices. Uh, you get tracks, Equinox, all those wonderful things. But the other part that people love about my truck is the is is the wrap, which is now part of Mohawk Chevrolet. The fleet services are going to have the wrapping right there. So if you're a company looking to start your fleet service, go to Mohawk Chevrolet, get everything rolling now, and know that right there, maintenance, everything from design and, and everything right at Mohawk Chevrolet. Whether you're doing service, buying a vehicle, whatever it is, Mohawk Chevrolet, together let's drive where they always go out of their way to please you. Fantasy versus reality. God sucks. I'm awesome. That's what? next right here on Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. C4, smart energy, ultimate energy, just regular energy. It's explosive energy you can feel. Um, I had um, I had a Starburst today, guys. I like oh, the Starburst. no way. The strawberry Starburst, I had that today. I saw you had one on your desk when I came in. I also had a Starburst, and I brought you a Skittles, and then I saw Did you? you? I did. I bought you one this I'll morning. I'll take it. I'm not okay. scared. It's been a long week for me, man. I need all the boost I can get to get through it. Obviously, so I was trying to explain this to Big Al in the office the other day. He's like... You know, you guys are so into C4. Like, I've had people talk about waters and stuff. I'm like, water is key to C4. Like, C4 is the energy boost you need. But if you're not drinking water with the C4, you get a little dehydrated. So, like, I, I mean, this is me. This is me being real with you. I don't ever plan on going through a full day without at least one C4, whether it's the boost in the morning or what gets me between job one and three. Um, but also, you know me, guys. Like, if you look right now, i got a big old bottle of water sitting next to my C4. You got to hydrate with the C4. You put that together perfectly. You get the energy you love. Everything is going good. It is just an absolute game changer. It says that explosive energy you can feel, and it's 100% true. Starburst for me today. I needed it. I know we're going to get the fantasy versus reality here in a second, but I've been up since 3.30 in the morning. Oh. My son Wes decided, nah. <laughs> you know what? I'm not sleeping here. I'll wait till I get to daycare. Like, that's what I'll decide from 8 p.m. to 4 a.m. Decided to be up. I told my wife, I'm going right now to get a C4. Thank you, C4, for helping me get through the day-to-day. Get your C4 this weekend. One day I choose to use it as a pre-workout, too. I swear I will. It's time for fantasy. Every year I set this league up. Every year. And I never win. This was the year. Oh, I don't know how to set a lineup. Stupid. 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 Versus reality. Baby, we done it. We're rich, baby. Break out the red panties. We're rich, baby. With LeVac and Gaz. Fantasy versus reality is brought to you by our friends under the orange roof. Hooters on Wolf Road. You know we love us some Hooters. Uh, love eating over there. Some wings, some beers. Uh, always great beer specials. Perfect place to watch football. Perfect place for me to kick Gaz's rear end is fantasy versus reality as I continue to do exactly that. We go into wild card weekend. Super wild card weekend. I should, I should correctly address it as... Uh, I went two and one this week. I got my I got back on the winning track finally. How'd you do there, buddy? I went one and two. Oh my god. Okay, so I'm now 37 and 18 on the season. It's kind of good. It's really good. You are now 24 wins, 24 losses, and seven ties. <laughs> you I couldn't you, try to do that. <laughs> 19 weeks or 18 weeks of play in the fantasy versus reality, and you're starting over. Like, you're like the NFL team. Season starts today because you you have a 0% record right now. You're you're 0. You're 50-50. I would, yeah, 500 feels better than 0. If I was 0, I'd be 048 and 7 
Some days it feels like that, though. You're pretty close to zero. Me, on the other hand, I, I don't know how to do math. If I did, I would tell you that I'm doing really well. 37, 18, 2 and 1 last week. For I, You swear we pick four during the playoffs. I will pick four. I, per, I was prepared for three. I don't remember. It's been a long time and I'm old. Yes, we do four because of quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. So because the reason we do four is because in a few weeks we're only going to have four options, two games. It'll make more sense as the playoffs continue. It does seem a well, little odd with Super Wild Card. And then during the, the Super Bowl itself, I have to – it's not going to be possible this year. Like, we're going to have to, like – like normally what will happen is, like, guys will be trailing by, like, seven or eight. So I'll pick I'll pick the, the, the side, the total, the MVP, the whatever. We start picking out props. We're going to have to go deep into props this year to catch you up, buddy. Deep. I might have to just concede defeat at that point. Somebody can do the math whether that's already happened or not. I don't think it has. I don't think it has. We have a chance just, for a comeback. I'm going to be like, what color the Gatorade is. Like, it's going to be a thing. All right, so wild card weekend. I am uh, I'm winning. I'm going to let you lead. Okay. Remember, because we're no longer using Yahoo projections here, we're now moving to DraftKings projections. This is a huge deal. Let me say this again. We are doing this around like 420 on Friday because of weather. This could have a huge impact. So there's the big disclaimer here. Whenever you're listening, goo, 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 goo or go back. Goony, goo, either way you want to do it. And Goony, check goo, these numbers again. All right, quarterback position here. I'm going to hope weather's not affected by this game. Matthew Stafford's my play here. He is projected for 20.5. Right now, that ranks as the fourth highest quarterback number according to DraftKings' projection right now. Matthew Stafford takes on his former team, the Detroit Lions. And if we have to talk about coaching, I'll take Sean McVay over Dan Campbell. I like Dan Campbell. I think he's fun. I think he's entertaining. But if you give me Sean McVay in a playoff matchup, I'll take Matthew Stafford all day. Puka, awesome season. Puka! Kyron Williams, fantasy football legend after his performance in championship weekend. But they're going to let Matthew Stafford throw the football a ton. They're going to test the Lions secondary. I like what Matthew Stafford can do. And oh, by the way, just a few scenes ago that that Rams team beat the Buccaneers, my squad in the postseason, and the Bucs almost pulled off that comeback. I like the Rams in this matchup. Give me Stafford to beat his number of currently 20.5. All right, super wild card weekend. I'm going to start with the game that you'll have to just take our word for it because no one's going to get to see it. Miami Dolphins at Kansas State Chiefs. The Chiefs are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. The total is 44. I'm working off FanDuel right now just because it's on my phone. Um, here's what I'm looking at with this one, man. It is going to be cold and nasty in KC. They are forecasting the game time temp at nine below zero, but it could feel like 30 below zero. I'm putting that together with this. Travis Kelsey just came out and said, look, I'm not retiring. And actually, rumor have it, guys, Mr. Kelsey might be headed over to Lillian David Fine Jewelers to get a ring for Miss, uh, Mrs. Swift. Oh, love Soon is be in Mrs. the Kelsey. air. Whoa. Allegedly, they are going to get engaged. And I know that has absolutely nothing to do with this game except for this. I don't think Casey's, Kelsey, Casey, Tracy, whatever that guy's name is. Who's the guy with the beard? Jason. No, it's the other one. What's the brother that plays Tra for Casey? Travis. <laughs> yeah, him. Okay. I don't think he's done. I think he's going to have a big game in this one. I think he actually balls out in this game. Here's the beauty of it. His best performance of the season so far, his best chance to actually peacock on the field and show off, will be on peacock, so no one will see it. Give me the Chiefs. I'm going to lay four and a half with the Chiefs. I think the Dolphins are too banged up. I think it's going to be too cold. I think Isaiah Pacheco is going to hit people so hard they're going to start getting out of his way instead of trying to tackle him. Ah, the peacock? 
Beautiful bird. Beautiful. Keep promoting the office. What did that air? Huh? <laughs> Move on. I like to watch Yellowstone on that. They have Seinfeld on. Did I ever hear NBC? <laughs> I think it did. Was it on Fox? Uh, Jerome Ford is my play here for the running back position. Ooh. The Texans take on the Cleveland Browns. Browns fan, what if I told you four months ago you'd be in the playoffs in January? Playoffs? And the, the hope of your team winning would come down to Joe Flacco and Jerome Ford. What? Wait, you said Joe Flacco? And who's Jerome Ford? Here we are, Browns fans. <laughs> there you are. Looking at that. Jerome Ford's actually had a pretty good season behind that offensive line for the Browns. And running backs probably rooted against its success because of the injury to Nick Chubb. But Ford's been consistently good. Probably making himself a future in the NFL because of how good he's been. I get 13 on the button for Jerome Ford. By the way, Ford coming in right now, pretty low projection. How about the 11th highest number when it comes to running backs on scoring on DraftKings? Now, there's six and a half points separating him between him and Kyron Williams. I'll take that. I like the number. Give me Jerome Ford against the Texans defense in that matchup. Kick it off. Super wild card weekend. Tell you a little something about Jerome Ford coming up in the next segment. But uh, right now, I'm going to move on to the Lone Star State. The Dallas Cowboys, my friend, as they host the Green Bay Packers. Cowboys, seven-point favorite. The total, 50 and a half. I will definitely have a little, a little play on the over here. But when it comes to fantasy versus reality, I usually like to make the pick based on how I feel the game is going to go, a little mental game script, and fade the public. And I believe I have heard everyone who is not actually related to a Dallas Cowboy, everyone who does not have a star on their clothes somewhere, pick the Green Bay Packers this week. I don't know if you know this. Jordan Love has become such a great quarterback. He stitches the football together while it's being hiked to him. He threads the laces. Really? He then throws beautiful rainbow touchdowns, perfect spirals to his receivers. He throws such a perfect pass that it, it, it cures certain skin blemishes. People, kids in the front row of Cowboys games no longer have acne. Really? It's That's how good Jordan Love is. Just listen to the public. And that, my friend, is why I will lay that touchdown. The Dallas Cowboys win this game. They win it handily. They handle their business. Mike McCarthy gets to go out there and fart and everything else in front of the camera for at least one more week. Dan Quinn will have to wait a little longer to interview to take that Seahawks job. The Cowboys win this game, and they cover the seven. We love Big Al. Big Al's a big Packer fan. There's a lot Who? of Packer Never fans. Never heard of him. Listen to the show. Okay, so here we are at the wide receiver position now. And I know for a fact, in the same matchup in this game, I took this player. But this player has some injury concerns right now. So I'm going to give you two plays. I have a feeling by the time this game kicks off, I will feel more confident. So an audible might be used here because of injury. But I get Omaha! Omaha! I get a little benefit that this game doesn't kick off until Monday. Eagles, Buccaneers, go back and check the tape, as they say. I know when the Buccaneers first played the Eagles, I took A.J. Brown in that matchup against that Buccaneers secondary. And I know. A.J. Brown tore up my Buccaneers because I believe that game was also a Monday night game way back earlier this season. The defensive backs didn't change. I know Winfield Jr. is really good. I know A.J. Brown's dealing with an injury right now, and this number could come down between Friday evening and Monday night. His number sits at 16.9. So I'm rolling with it again. That plus the complaints he's had so far and the nonsense he's been talking about, the social media rumors and more. I would take A.J. Brown at 16.9. However, 
The audible call here, the blue 32, is that if A.J. Brown is inactive on Monday, I'm flipping it to Chris Godwin, who's at 14.2 right now. So, Brown's the play, if oh, not Chris oh, Godwin. No. What? No. What? No. You pick a player, you roll with a player. I don't get to – if A.J. Brown doesn't play, and I, does that mean I get to, like, not take the Eagles or something? No, that's not how yeah. it works for you. Yeah, so why does it work that way for you? This ain't COVID rules. I'll take you got to pick who's here while you're while we're doing fantasy versus reality. You know, I'll take AJ Brown, but I'm okay if I lose it. I want Chris Scott. No, no, no. AJ Brown's the better, smarter play. I have to be an honest broadcaster here, like I always am. Yeah, uh, I'll take this guy unless it's this guy, and then if that guy doesn't score more, I want this guy. No, it's fantasy versus reality. We've never done the backup play. We've never had the commissioner come in with our COVID secondary. No. No, no, no. You picked so you got you got AJ Brown. Yeah. That's who you're riding with. Yeah. All right. Stop being a whip. Stop cheating. How dare you? How can you cheat and still suck at this? It's a it's unfortunate to say the least. All right, moving on to my next game. I got the Los Angeles Rams at the Detroit Tigers or Lions or Bears or whoever. Pistons. I don't know, man. The Red Wings. I'm just, I'm having problems, man. It's bad. It's because all these eyeballs looking at me in here. I'll explain that in a second. So here's the deal. I believe the Lions are a very, very good team. And I believe that three-point spread they're favored by is makes sense. I believe that 51.5 will be a fun over to bet. I think we'll enjoy ourselves with that. But I believe Matthew Stafford is going to be thrilled, absolutely thrilled, to end the Lions' playoff chances this time on a good team, not named the Lions. I think he is going to go to work. I think that Sean McVay is the better of these two coaches, and it's not close. Sean McVay may be the best coach in the NFL, if we're being perfectly honest. And he's no longer the youngest coach in the NFL anymore. Thanks a lot, Mr. Mayo. You're a month younger. So, I will take the Rams. I will watch the great coach McVay. I will watch Stafford. I will watch Puka do Puka things. And most importantly, it's the Rams. Which means I get Aaron Donald. How you doing? Give me the Rams plus three for my third play. My final play here, the fourth and final play, we go to the Bills-Steelers game. And boy, a lot can happen Aye. between now and Sunday involving the weather of this game. However, I feel really good about this play. It's Dalton Kincaid at the tight end position. Nice Dalton. 9.5 is the number. Josh Allen's strong. Josh Allen's got an awesome arm. But if, but if this weather's out of control, is he really going deep to Gabe Davis? Does Gabe Davis know where the football is? Gabe Davis had a rough year. Uh, Diggs has been terrible. Somebody has to catch the football for the Buffalo Bills, right? Bills, Steelers. Kincaid is going to get about 10, 12 targets in this game. So if you give me about six catches and 40 yards for Dalton Kincaid, I'm hitting my number at nine and a half. If I get three catches, 30 yards and a touchdown, you hit my number, 9.5. I love this play. This is actually my favorite of the four. Dalton Kincaid, tight end, Buffalo. Someone has to move the football up the field in a blizzard. I'll take the tight end for third and fives, getting six. Throw it right in his chest so he can't drop it. Boom. Dalton Kincaid, my play there. Stick it to him. Philadelphia Eagles are at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Box, you, uh, you're getting three points at home. The total points are 43 and a half. And listen, I take no joy in telling you guys that your postseason will end on Monday no. night. I feel nothing but sadness letting you know that Baker Mayfield, the Baker Mayfield experience has come to an end. There's a, there's a lump in my throat letting you know that Mike Evans is going to demand a trade after this game. Do you think I want to let you know that Todd Bowles is about to be unemployed? It's purely as a friend. I remind you 
This crappy team couldn't get in the end zone against the Panthers. And you think they're going to score against the Eagles? I know the Eagles are banged up. Hell, you're over here going, I'll take this guy if this guy doesn't move this way and whatever. I realize a lot of things are going on for the Eagles. But they going to beat the Buccaneers. They can worry about going home next week when they play a good team. Eagles, minus three, my fourth and final play. I have a lot to say about that game. Today is not the day for it. When are you going to do it? After it's over? I liked it at two and a half. I might talk more about it Monday. Maybe I'll talk about it the next, before we go. Monday. We're not here Monday. Oh my gosh. I need to talk about it coming up then. I totally forgot (laughs) about that. I got got some takes. I got, I'll wait. Okay. I'm going to recap first. Again, fantasy versus reality. Trying to beat the number here. These are DraftKings projections. Here's who I would play in my DraftKings lineup. Matthew Stafford. Trying to beat that number as he takes on the Detroit Lions. Running back position. 13 on the dot. I believe Stafford's 20.3. Jerome Ford. 13.0 13.0 on that matchup against the Texans. A.J. Brown, 16.3 against my Buccaneers. And then Dalton Kincaid, Dalton. 9.3. Name's Dalton. All right, here's my four for reality. The Chiefs, minus four and a half. I know they have not clicked all year, but the Dolphins are broken. It, they're not They're not healthy. They're not ready to go. It's going to be cold. It's going to be nasty. Chiefs will do enough. I think Travis Kelsey will have a good game. I think Isaiah Pacheco will have a good game. Chiefs minus four and a half. Dallas Cowboys, it ain't over yet, my friends. It is not over yet. I, I realize what you're saying. Green Bay's been really good and blah, blah, blah. Cowboys will win this game. They'll cover the seventh. Rams plus three. This is one of my favorite plays. I just think the Rams will go in there. Stafford will show out a little bit. McVay will outcoach Campbell. And that's just how it is. And finally, Eagles minus three. Tampa Bay, enjoy your offseason because it's about to begin. At least you get an extra day since it's one of those crazy wild card weekends where they're playing a Monday game. There you go. That's uh, that's fantasy versus reality. Thanks to our friends at Hooters. Love me some uh, Hooters hot wings and love me some football. Uh, always, always a good time over at Hootie Hoots under the orange roof. Um, Elevation 10,000. Elevate your brand with you know what that's what maybe that's what you should do, guys. What for the rest of fantasy versus reality? Reach out to Dave McClatt and the crew at Elevation Ten Thousand. See if they can elevate your picks because they suck. They're bad. We went five for five this week. Levac every day he showed up to the GT Toys Studio Toys with the Z. He has been rocking Elevation Ten Thousand gear. You know what Tuesday Tuesday we weren't even in studio. Elevation Ten Thousand right. gear. Back to back days I've been rocking my Elevation Ten Thousand hat. Love Elevation Ten Thousand apparel digital marketing, getting your name out there. If you don't follow them on social media, do yourself a favor. I don't follow know how to them. Help you if you don't do it. But look at the video production they have. Look at the stuff that they're doing yeah. to connect with other businesses, whether it is, like LeVac and I always love talking about the apparel, but digital marketing, helping people elevate their businesses brand, their team's Build brand. a sleek and easy-to-use website. Yes. They're there for you, all those things. Check it out today. Go to Elevation10k.com. Elevate your brand with Elevation 10,000. Uh, play of the day, and let's, you know, let's actually – Let's pick all the playoff games coming up next right here. LeVac and Gaz, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. And it's LeVac for the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa with Dr. Fred Dreer. He is a diplomat of sleep medicine. Uh, he has that certification, which means that he has taken the time. He's done the studies. He's researched. So when he recommends one of these custom-made mouthpieces, and then he's the one who's helping make sure it fits perfectly and that you're getting the sleep you need, it's backed by research. It's backed by certification. That makes everything easier to deal with, everything better. For me, the snoring and the, and the, the sleep apnea, it was so bad. And I, 
I it it sneaks up on you. You don't realize how bad it is, and then the next thing you know, you look gray, you feel gray, you can't function the way you want to. Um, and then all the excuses to not do it. Oh, well, I don't want to wear a mask. I'm a side sleeper. Uh, surgery scares me. The mouthpiece takes care of all of that. There's no hoses. There's no wires. Super easy to clean. Really easy to travel with. It has made such a difference in my life, and it will for you too. 518-885-6185. That's 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreer in the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. They're helping me sleep better. They're going to help you sleep better too. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. Time for the play of the day. It's brought to you by Mohawk Chevrolet. Together, let's drive at Mohawk Chevy, where they always go out of their way to please you. Before we go through all the games, I did a play. I did. I bet this today. It's a $10 five-leg anytime touchdown parlay. Ooh. So it's going to it's gonna bring back a little over 320 if it hits. I've got Jerome Ford. You liked him. I like him. He's plus 100 for a touchdown. Travis Kelsey, plus 115. I think in that kind of game with the bad weather... He could, he could get in the end zone for you. I think Steph Diggs gets in the end zone, plus 150. CeeDee Lamb, minus 160. And then Jalen Hurts, minus 120. If all five of them score a touchdown over this weekend with the wild card playoffs, $10 brings you back 320 on FanDuel. Okay. I hope that cashes for you. You've been very you've been flirting. Oh, you've been on the edge. I hit a couple, and then I missed a few. Um, I'm ready. I'm ready for this one, and I'm sharing it with the public because I, I think it's going to hit. All right, let's go ahead and let's uh, let's talk let's talk wild card weekend. We've kind of broken the games down a little bit, but let's go ahead and pick them now. Starting with Saturday, guys, four thirty kickoff. The Cleveland Browns are at the Houston Texans. Texans are underdogs. I mean, it's been a it's been a fun year for the Texans. You C.J. Stroud jumps out. You know, uh, Will Anderson. He's out there. He looks good. He's got great draft. Great rookie head coach. Do they can they can they maintain can they can they win at home? I know this is the play of the day, and usually almost ninety nine percent of the time this is a wager. I'm just going to focus on money line here. If you want to take numbers, you can. If, if you, you if there's threads, one that you want to play, yes. give it out. But we're just talking about who's going to win the game. This is my favorite investment of the weekend involving this game, and what I mean by that is that if I had to pick a dark horse, I have two teams, and I'm going to uh, give up one of my picks. I told you this week. Niners and Bills would be my Super Bowl pick to play in Vegas. I had the Bills in the preseason, LeVac had the Niners in the preseason. I came off my Giants pick. Sorry, big blue fans. But if I had to pick one dark horse to come out of either AFC or NFC to win the conference, the Cleveland Browns is my pick. 10 to 1 shot on the board, depending on what app you're using. They beat Houston. They grind them out. Houston's happy to be there. It's all gravy. For the Houston Texans, not so much for the Cleveland Browns, whose expectations are higher. Jerome Ford and Flacco, a big game. Cleveland gets Baltimore in the next round. Not a good matchup for the Ravens, a team they lost to earlier in the season, third time around. Browns, and that's my play. That's my biggest wager. 10-1 to 1 to win the AFC if you want some action on a team that maybe you don't have a rooting interest in when it comes to the NFL playoffs. It does. It feels like it's the Browns. It really, really does. Um, I don't know if I'll play it. I, I think I'll kind of stay away from it on that aspect because you. Can, I, the, can I guess? Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. I bet I know why you don't want to play this. Go ahead. Because the Houston Texans, when it comes to the postseason, are wacky. Remember that odd kick return against the Bills? Remember they had a two-touchdown lead against the Chiefs? Like, the weird stuff happens in Houston Texan playoff games. There's that, but I also was like, if you – Think about this. If I told you before the season started, you don't Deshaun Watson, Nick Chubb, even Amari Cooper's banged up. All these people are going to be hurt. 
and that you're going to bet on a on a football team led by Joe Flacco and Jerome Ford on offense. Amazing defense. I mean, Miles Garrett is is he should be defensive player of the year probably. Oh, well, he should be second in my mind. But man, that's hard. That's hard to do. Like Flacco's Flacco's playing great. Demico Ryan's not going to be able to figure out how to get in Flacco's head a little bit and make them one-dimensional and make them run the football. I want to take the Texans, but I just don't know if C.J. Stroud's ready for this. I mean, look at what C.J. Stroud did for Ohio State against Georgia. He he might go out and just ball. He might go and ball. I get You know what? Just to be contrary, I guess I'll take Houston on this one. I, I, just, I, get, I get a home team, plus two and a half points. Everyone's talking about Cleveland. How great would it be to see C.J. Stroud go out there and throw for 275, two touchdowns? Maybe even, you know, sprint one in, have like his, you know, I've had my rookie debut season, I'm here. Well, here's my NFL, I'm here, and don't call me a rookie anymore. Let me just sandwich this in here real quick. A reminder, we will not be at Rivers Casino and Resort this Sunday, 11 to 1. We had a great time during the regular season. But well, I, I mean, not professionally. I guarantee if we went back to week one of the regular season, we could have made an argument that anybody in the AFC was the playoff team, except the Houston <laughs> Texans. And here they sit, potentially, Levesque, you think they're having a big game and maybe even advancing with a play by the rookie quarterback. It just it it doesn't make all the sense in the world because, I mean, you, when you look at what Cleveland's done with Stefanski is, is leading this team and Flacco's having a great time and Jerome Ford's been a, been a heck of a back and that defense is is top-notch. But it just it's just something – no one's talking about Houston. And those are the teams that always sneak up and bite you. Those are the teams that when you and I are hanging out while we had Iron's Edge, we're, we're going to have a – a couple pops together over the over the course yeah. of the weekend. Um, those are the teams where we're going to be sitting there, and everybody's going to go, "How the hell are they in this game?" And it just it just it just screams it to me. It's the NFL, man. And I think Demico Ryan's a hell of a coach. I think he's. I think it's. Yeah, give me, I'll take I'll take Houston. Moving on to Dolphins Chiefs, I'll say this: if you play poker, you play cards. Maybe you have a favorite hand you love to play, but you might have a right. You might have a favorite hand you like to play, maybe pocket rockets, aces, pocket kings, the whatever it is. dead man's hand, aces, knights. But you also might have a hand you can't stand. Like, my favorite number to play is 41 and a half over under unders. That hit a lot more in 2022 than it did in 2023, whatever. But the ultimate pass fold I've learned for me is if I see a spread with eight or four. Like, if I see any spreads with eight, I don't know how I'm getting there, and I'm confused which way I want to sit on that. And if I see any spreads with four or four and a half, how the heck am I getting to four or four and a half? So this is four and a half that I see, LeVac. Uh, this would be my pass game of the week, but I will make a pick. I'm not picking against Patrick Mahomes at home in the playoffs. Yep. So I will take Mahomes and the Chiefs. I know you gave that pick in fantasy versus reality, but that's how I see this. Uh, Chiefs, because it's Mahomes, but if I had to make a play, this would pass all day for me because I think that number four scares me. Yeah, I, I like I like the Chiefs a lot in this game. I think I think Miami is that team that's going to continue. Every year they're going to get a little better, you know. And and this year should be the year they win this game because they have a healthy Tua and all that stuff. Tyreek Hill's banged up. Bradley Chubb not being there is huge. I mean, you think about how many Chubbs are missing this weekend. It's a chubby free weekend, and it's and that's not good for anyone. Um, I just I think Kansas City will play. They'll play what they'll do what they need to do to win this game. Uh, this and and with the weather being what it is, this I could see this being like a thirteen three game. Like this could be a really really ugly game. I really expect Chris Jones to have a big game too. I think the I think the studs, the big guys, the the stars for Kansas City show out in this game. 
Next game, Sunday, Bills-Steelers. You mentioned weather in the Kansas City-Miami game. How about some weather in this one? I'm taking the Bills with the points. This feels like the biggest blowout of the Super Wild Card weekend. Here's what my take is on this game still. How's Pittsburgh getting two touchdowns? How? Like with Mason Rudolph and the weather and a running back who hasn't been great and a wide receivers who can play? How are you getting to two touchdowns? I will take Buffalo. This feels like an under game because of the weather, but uh, 14 nothing. Uh, I want to say like 16 to. Th- I want to say like three. 21 6. I didn't even miss the extra point. I was going to say, how are you going to kick in this game? Tomlin might go for two and McDermott. So this is an odd one, but I will take Buffalo with the points in what feels like the ugliest, dirtiest game of the weekend. Uh, Buffalo. I, I just, Pittsburgh, you got here. Good for you. Mason Rudolph is a stopgap quarterback. He's not the guy. Uh, Najee Harris has been better. He's been better, you know, since they moved on from Canada. But, um, yeah, not good enough. And and Buffalo looks like they've figured it out. This is this is like a Buffalo team that's got it together. They're built the, – their game plan has changed to the kind of team you want to see play in poor weather. So, I, I'm yeah, I'm with you. Buffalo all day on that one. That's your 1 o'clock kick. Your 4.30 kick, Green Bay Packers at Dallas Cowboys. I, I, I already told you I like the Cowboys. Now, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you, though. I did fantasy versus reality still with the three until you reminded me it was four. This was my fourth game. So on my on my confidence level, this is my fourth of, of the fantasy versus reality. It feels like you and I have a very similar read on this game. Your confidence is like in the middle on this game. How I would play this out, this is a head versus heart game because I think for entertainment purposes, it would be a lot funnier if the Cowboys are choking. Sorry, yeah. Cowboy fan, yeah. but like for the entertainment of the NFL, people want to see a Cowboy collapse or a Cowboy comeback. Like they don't want an even-paced game throughout. It's either a collapse or a comeback. So my play in this game would be if Dallas is losing, probably take in-game cover. Like, let's say they're down by three and the spread seven. See if you can bump it up or 10 or four. Like, this would be the ultimate in-game play for me because I feel like you get a little bit more value with Dallas with the comeback. And I think, if you're a Cowboy fan, you want to see it happen. Seven's the number. I will take the Cowboys. But it's a lot more fun if you've got a rooting interest in this one. Either you love or hate the Cowboys to play this in-game rather than kickoff. Yeah, I think the, the majority of people hate the Cowboys, and that's why I think they'll cover that seven. I don't think it's going to be a problem. Uh, Rams at Lions. The R- Lions are hosting their first playoff games since the wild card round of 1993. I was a junior in high school uh, the last time they did this. So Lions are three-point favorite, total 51.5. I think there will be a lot of points scored. I think it, I, I would love to see a little bit of a, a Goff versus Stafford. Anything you can do, I can do better. With Stafford coming out on top, I think the Rams win this game, though. I can't stand how I feel about this game. What I mean by that is that this is the, all these games are Island games, but this is in the prime time spot. So many people want the lions to win. Oh yeah. Well, it's the feel good story. They are the darlings. They're the underdogs. You just heard that stat LeVac gave about how long it's been and how emotional it can be for this fan base. The place is going to be going nuts. This is the game that on a Monday or a Tuesday, everyone's going to blame the officials. Oh my God. Can you believe what happened? Cause it's happened a few times against the Lions, and remember that Rams-Saints game? Like, this feels like the rigged game of the weekend. I don't want that to be the storyline, but it feels like Detroit's going to get smoked. <laughs> like, I think they're going to get run off the field. I don't want to have that take. This is a bad matchup for Detroit. It is. I don't know if their secondary can hang with the wide receivers. McVay's a better coach than Campbell. They might get smoked at home, and I don't want that to happen. And People are going to blame the officials in big plays. I think it's L.A. big that's my favorite play. Like 10 to 1, Cleveland obviously gives you better value. But if you said, guys, 
What team do you feel most confident on winning this weekend? I would tell you Rams over Lions with the number. I like that. I, it's, it's probably my second favorite play, but I will. Um, Sam Laporta is, is, is he quote, quote, hopes to play, but may have a snap count. Um, that feels like gamesmanship to me. And don't forget, too, Dan Campbell's not used to people coming for his coordinators. Both of his coordinators have either had requests to interview or we believe will be requested to interview. McVay's used to it. People are in McVay's coverage every day. That doesn't mean nothing to him. So um, he's been through a lot more of this than Dan Campbell has. I, I, I do like the Rams a lot. Finally, the Philadelphia Eagles at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Eagles are three-point favorites. They will dominate this game. I'm sorry. This game, this game, Fly Eagles Fly is going to be playing in the back of your head for a week, guys. If you missed it this week, earlier this week, I felt so good about this matchup. Like, when it came out and I saw that line sitting there at two and a half, I said, please, let it kick off at two and a half. Because if that game goes off at two and a half, I feel like the confidence of the Eagles is in there. The line doesn't make sense. They're begging you to take Philly. And I was so confident that if the game kicks off at two and a half, only the Eagles are favored by that I would put the biggest wager I've ever put in my life down on that two and a half at Rivers Casino and Buccaneers money line. And if the Buccaneers won that game outright, a third kid would be on the way. I'd go home and impregnate my wife. That's how excited I would be. However, we are not there. The number sits at three. And me, as someone who talks about sports for a living, cannot, with a rational mind, give you a take as to why I think Tampa Bay can beat Philly. Tampa's offensive line is not very good. Now, they've gone through some issues. They had Ali Marpet retire. A lot sooner than they thought. Donovan Smith decided holding was more exciting than actually blocking. He ended up in Kansas City. Deal with that, Chief fans. They decided to draft a kid who plays at FCS. They don't. They can't block the Eagles. They can't. So, okay, you can't block them. I already watched that happen. Can you slow down A.J. Brown? No. Can Baker Mayfield make big plays? I hope so. Like, I can't sit here and give you a really good take as to why I think Tampa, besides turnovers and injuries, and that's why this game's even more confusing, LeVac, because you and I are getting texts from Atlantic City yesterday. We got mm. Eagle fans we know. Zach Harris, right here, part of the team. Fox Sports 95, 9 and 980. Loves his Eagles. Our guy Gurkha loves his Eagles. We got a bunch of Eagle fans that we know. Uh, everybody keeps saying the same thing. They're going to lose. They suck. Sirianni should get fired. Like, the negativity of Philly and the fans more so than anything else is not a compelling reason as to why I think my Buccaneers are going to win. However, I'm taking Tampa. My heart, a... my heart takes over. I'm not picking against my team. Uh, no, again, I wouldn't I expect think, you to. I think Philly's going to. I think Philly's going to win. I think they are, but I'm not going to come out of the air and say I think Philly's a great play. I got some time. Okay, follow me on Twitter at Tom Goss, T-O-M-G, it was easy. I'm taking Tampa because I'm not rooting against them. I'm not going to root against my team. I'm not going to wager on this game or against Tampa. I'm going to do what y'all think I'm going to do. But I don't have a lot of compelling arguments as to why I think my Bucks can win. Sorry, Andre. I know you follow the show. I know you're a Buck fan. Sorry, Matt Woods. Chaz. Uh, all the Buccaneer fans. There just, you go. Sorry. Listen, it hurt hey, me not doing that. I wanted some compelling content. I come off Fantasy versus Rally coming. Oh, LeVac, you can't talk trash about my Buck. I got nothing here on a Friday before the show closes. Nothing. That's. I mean, that's typical, actually. Um, listen, I, I want... I want the drama of the Eagles losing this game. Oh, yeah. I want the drama of the, of the Cowboys losing this game. I want that drama in, in this weekend. And I, I think you'll have to wait till next weekend to get that drama. But uh, Tampa, nobody thought Tampa was going to the playoffs this year. It's a byproduct of a really crappy division. You got Everybody gets one more game check. Good for you. Welcome. And then Mike Evans, 
if if I'm seeing if I'm reading the tea leaves right, Devontae Adams is going to the Jets somehow. Justin Jefferson allegedly mouth just sent me to Vegas already. Uh, I don't know if he meant for the Pro Bowl or to play with the play with the Raiders. Um, so it'll be Justin Jefferson on one side for the Raiders, and then we'll sign Mike Evans after you guys release him. Jeez, and uh, we'll be it'll be a beast. Aiden O'Connell will be, look like a Pro Bowler every every single game. It'll O'Connell's be, the quarterback in twenty twenty four. I hope. Right? I, I think. Well, I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna do yet. But I just if you had those two receivers, yeah, you could be the quarterback. But uh, no, again, sorry. I take I take no joy in in. Tampa sucking, uh, just a lot of it. So that's it. There's a uh, there's what's going on this weekend. Do you have? You said your favorite play was the Rams. Yes. So that'll be your play of the day. And um, again, I just you know, do you have any advice for Mr. Travis Kelsey? You know, as he prepares to make an honest woman of Miss Swift. No, I don't. You're not going to tell him where to go to get the ring? Oh, does he want to go to Lillian David Fine Jewelers? He, he may not know it yet. All right. Well, stop over there, Travis Kelsey. I would love for Alyssa, David, Tammy G to find out that Travis Kelsey's buying his engagement ring at Lillian David Fine Jewelers. Now, he's uh, always said he wanted to be like you when he grew up. It, I didn't know that. Thank you. Which I think Travis. he's the same age. Well, maybe you're looking for a ring. You got the long weekend coming up. You, Levesque, you've heard this so many times that you listening right now after the picks. Fridays feel a little different when I talk about Lily and David Fine Jewelers because that's when I bought my engagement ring. I stopped in there, sweating, nervous, saying, do you guys sell engagement rings here? And they said, this is going to take a while. Sit down. Lily and David Fine Jewelers can help you find that engagement ring. I know from experience. Now, some of you made that big question. The proposal popped that got the yes at the end of 2023. Start prepping for your wedding. Two-for-one wedding band sale or 40% off whatever benefits you more. And, guys, there's nothing wrong with getting that early jump on Valentine's Day when you've got the extended weekend. Smart thing to do. Some of you know you're going to be on in front of the TV all weekend long. Take the missus, the fiancé, the girlfriend of Lily and David Fine Jewelers. Just kind of pay for those hours, right? A pair of earrings equals seven hours of football. Well, However it works. The Super Bowl is, what, three days before Valentine's Day? That's right. So... Ounce of prevention, pound of cure. You know what I'm saying? Lily and David Fine Jewelers, when you stop in there to the shops of Wilton, tell them you heard about it right here. LeVac and Goss, Fox Sports, 95, 9 to 90. Programming note, we are off on Monday for the Knicks. Happy Martin Luther King Day. Follow us on social media. We will be back on Tuesday. LeVac, anything you'd like to say? Wash your hands. Don't touch your face. It's Fox Sports Radio, 95, 9, 980. Guys, have a great weekend and hit that beautiful button.